In today's episode, we talk about how attention without a next step is a liability, and I teach you the five phases of attention to master it all, so I'm not going to do it any more justice, so let's just cue the intro and get into the show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good, because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mind of George Show. And today I'm stoked. We're going to talk about how attention without a next step is nothing more than a liability. I just got back from Austin, Texas, and I'm heading out to Beverly Hills for a conference. And uh, yeah, talk about getting attention. I got into a pretty bad car accident the other night and one of the worst ones I've had in the first car accident I've been in since I was in Afghanistan. So pretty shaken up, physically beat up. I feel like I got in a fight with a grizzly bear without the claws, but everything is okay. I am on the mend. I am grateful to be here. I am ready to go. And today we're going to talk about what I call the five phases of attention. And don't worry about what I just said about the car accident. I'm most likely going to do a podcast about lessons learned and presence and some tools and tactics, because I will honestly say that if it wasn't for my practices, my habits, and my rituals, and falling back on them in that moment at 1 a.m. in the morning in Austin, Texas, I probably would be an emotional wreck. But I know that game, and I know how to play it. And I can't say I've mastered it, but I'm good at practicing it. And so I'll be sharing more of that later. But know this, I'm great. Some of you know, you reached out, wished me some well wishes, and thank you so much. I love and appreciate all of you. And today, I am stoked to talk about the five phases of attention. And I'll never forget, I said this probably seven years ago. I was in a keynote and somebody was telling me that uh, one of the purposes of the game, the game of marketing, the game of business is to get attention. And I agree with that. I totally, totally agree with that. But what I don't agree with is that I don't agree with getting attention and doing nothing with it because I understand that on the other side, if I get your attention and I have it, and then I don't help you, I don't move you one step close to your goal, one step close to your vision, then there's no point in me getting your attention in the first place. And I'm just becoming noise because you're developing a relationship with me that says, oh, all George is gonna do is get our attention and get our attention. There's no depth, there's no movement, and there sure as crap isn't an understanding that I'm here to help and can help move you close to your goals. And so it's really important to understand the power of attention. Attention, and I've been saying this the last couple of months repeatedly, is the number one traded commodity that we have. Everybody competes for it. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TV, commercials, influencers, like you name it, we're in an attention economy. And attention is powerful. And it's extremely powerful when you understand it and how to utilize it, not for our benefit, but for somebody else's benefit, which in turn benefits us. And so I have five phases of attention that I'm going to break down for you today so you don't get in the game of getting people to raise their hand but not having something to follow. And so my favorite way of summing up when I gave that keynote you know, seven years ago is I literally looked and somebody asked me a question. I said, well, attention without a next step 
is just a liability. And I believe that to be true seven years later. And I believe it even more to be true now, given the increased consumption and the shorter form consumption that the world is in right now based on the market changing, whether it was COVID, the world shutting down, people being on social media more, there's more people competing for attention and there's more people that are consuming. And so it's more important now than ever to understand that game. So there's five phases of attention. I'm gonna go through them in order. And so attention is simply getting somebody to look in your direction, right? The way that I describe it is shining your light in their eyes. So phase number one is stopping them in their tracks, right? Well, how do we do that? Lots of different ways. We use hooks, we use imagery, we use pictures, we use facts, we use a lot of things to get people's attention. It depends on what platform you're marketing on, but really, if all we're doing is having an idea and posting it, we're not going to get anybody's attention. And one of the ways that I like to think about this is if I owned a brick and mortar business, right? Let's say I owned a brick and mortar business and I saw this amazing video this morning on croissants and I wanted to eat them. So I'm going to use croissants as an example. And I have this incredible bakery, the world's best croissants, but nobody knows I exist. If all I do is stay inside and bake croissants, a few people might smell it and that might get their attention. But it's up to me to find people and get their attention so that I can introduce them to the deliciousness of my croissants. And bonus points if they're chocolate croissants, because that is one of my favorite pastries in the world. And so the first phase of attention is actually just getting somebody to look in our direction. So I call this phase, stop them in their tracks, right? And I always try to use imagery of like, if I'm a lighthouse and a boat is driving by, if I'm not consistently and congruently shining my light, they're not even going to see it. And I'm going to try to shine that light in their eyes. And so the first phase of attention is actually getting the attention. So stopping them in their tracks, right? And this applies across the board. It applies to this podcast. When we promote this podcast, we have to come up with hooks or words or descriptions or facts or content for when this so that when we post it, people that are scrolling through in this endless game of attention are called enough to pause for a minute just to see if what is there is interesting to them. So the first phase is about getting their attention and stopping them in their tracks. The second phase is what I call context. And in context, there's a couple of things that we need to do pretty quickly in order for somebody to make a decision. Because once we get their attention, we have to help them identify if this is the right place to be. So I call this context. And in this one, I try to identify the person I'm speaking with as well as set the context about what I'm going to be sharing. And so this could be as simple as talking about like, hey, if you're a five or six figure entrepreneur that's struggling with X, or if you're a business owner that's juggling your children, blank, right? So that's how I identify who I'm speaking to because I do believe this, you can't speak to everybody because it's ambiguous and it's vague and nobody responds to vague. And so the second phase is once you've stopped them in their tracks and you've gotten their attention, you need to get them to self-identify that you're speaking to them. And in the same vein, in the same lens, whether this is spoken word, video, written word, you need to set the context for what you're going to share with them, right? So I'll give you an example with productivity, right? And so let's say I'm creating a piece of content and I'm gonna help entrepreneurs be more productive, right? If I need to stop them in their tracks, I might go to Google and I might find a stat on productivity, right? And I'm just gonna make this one up, right? Uh, and I might say, 
Did you know that 86% of entrepreneurs only work 35 minutes a day and they think they work eight hours? Well, if you're a five-figure entrepreneur and you're struggling to squeeze more results out of your current time, well, stick around because I'm going to share with you my three tips for maximizing productivity in under five minutes or less. And in that one sentence, and I just made that up off the top of my head, but in that one sentence, I got their attention, right? So if I shared that stat, that 86%, and they scrolled on by, well, that wasn't for them. I wasn't speaking to them. But if that intrigued somebody or piqued their interest, they're going to stick around for a couple of seconds or for a couple of sentences. And then I tell them, hey, if you're this person, we'll stick around because I'm going to share this one thing. And I was on a call with my uh, one of my students this morning, and we were talking about their business. And one of the principles in their business is people being present, right? people being present and he teaches people how to be present and what matters. And I was like, well, if I was making up a stat, I would say a recent survey polled 500 young children and they all stated that even though their parents are around, it feels like they're not there. And they were like, wow, that's powerful. And I'm like, that might not be true, but I could also take that same line and say a recent survey polled 500 kids who felt like their parents weren't there. And then I may be like, that's not a stat. I made it up, but presence is something we must practice and your kids are demanding more of it. So if you're an entrepreneur that's trying to juggle your business and being a present parent, stick around because I'm going to share one tip that will help you be present and fill your kid's bucket in the next minute or so, right? So in those two, what I'm doing is I'm stopping people. I'm getting their attention. I'm learning how to speak a language that's going to open a loop or be a pattern interrupt. And then I'm setting context both for, are you the person I'm supposed to be talking to? And now that you know you're the person I'm supposed to be talking to, are you interested in what I'm about to share? So the first one is stop them in their tracks. The second one is give context for who you're speaking to and what you're going to share so that people know what they're going to get. And then the third one, the third phase of attention is content. And then this is the simple part. This is where we deliver the process or the promise that we made in setting the context. And so in the productivity example, this would be where I write out the three tips or share it on video or share it in a podcast. And I tell them, here's the tip. Here's how to apply it. Here's how it works. And now that I've stopped them in the tracks, I've gotten their attention. I've told them who I'm speaking to and I want them to self-identify who they are. And then I've given them context of what we're going to talk about. Well, now I give them the content. Now I give them the content to create a full circle or to close the promise that I opened, which brings us into that phase of attention. And so I've gotten somebody to raise their hand. I've had them self-identify. I've told them what I'm going to share. And now I'm sharing that content. And so then the fourth phase of attention, I call invite, right? And this is where we invite them, we enroll them, or we engage with them to build a relationship with us. One of the things that I, I love saying is that someone's results will tell them everything they need to know about you. And I am so guilty of this. I used to start every one of my videos like, hey guys, my name's George Bryant, owner of eight companies, a New York Times bestseller, and blah, 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 blah. And it was all about me. And I realized that that doesn't really matter. What I believe is that me sharing advice with somebody, me giving a tip, me giving a strategy, me getting a result for somebody will tell them everything they need to know about me. And so I wait 
to utilize that attention to build a relationship with me, my team, or my brand until after I've delivered the content. And so my ethos is that you have to win before I win. And so that could be as simple as after delivering the content, you know, letting them know that you can stick around or inviting them into your world or telling them to DM you or something along those lines. And so that's where I create that connection. And so I might deliver all that content and be like, and guys, here's why I'm sharing this with you because I was a seven figure entrepreneur and I lost it all. And I've had to learn these lessons and I want to share them with you so you don't have to repeat. And so the invite part is where we are authentic and connected and we can create a relationship. Or if you've watched my customer journey training, which if you haven't, you should DM us on Instagram, customer journey, and we'll send it to you. This is where I create endowment. It's where I create a relationship differently than just the content I'm delivering. And so the fourth step is to invite them, enroll them, or engage them into a relationship with you or your brand, which leads into the very last step of attention. And that is the call to action phase. And so the call to action phase is ensuring that when we've gotten somebody's attention, when we've given them something to do, when we've helped them do something, that our job is to always know the next step. That's what leadership is. That's what coaching is. And so we need to know where our customers are going or our potential customers are going or how they're going to get there before they do, or else we don't have the ability to lead, to be authoritative, to be uh, in our power and what we teach, to be confident in what we teach. And so that could be as simple as finishing the, the training, getting finishing the content, getting them into a relationship with me and letting them know like, hey, this only works if you do. But if you're going to implement this, what I want you to do is leave me a comment on this post right now and say, I'm going to do it by when. That's a call to action. You could say, hey, I want you to do this and then shoot me a message when you're done and I'll coach you on the results. That could be a call to action. A call to action would be, hey, click the link below and go download X. A call to action could be fill out the application and join our program. A call to action could be go write I love myself on a sticky note and put it on your mirror. In the lens of the productivity example, I'll use my dear friend Alex Sharfin. I could teach productivity and teach the content about having a morning routine. And my call to action could be take 10 minutes and write in a Google document what your morning routine is and print out seven copies and put them on your desk. So every day you physically check off what it is. But what a call to action is, is just giving somebody one next step once you've created that relationship and that result. And so those are the five phases of attention. And when you understand this, when you master this, the world is your oyster. And so phase number one of attention is you have to get it. You have to stop them in their tracks. You have to get them to look in your direction. You have to open the bakery doors and let them smell all those croissants, but also be standing in the door and be like, hey, I have a free sample. Come try one. And then once you stop them in their tracks, you have to give context. They have to be able to identify themselves in what you're about to share. And then you have to be able to tell them what you're about to cover to make sure that you have their permission and they're enrolling into something they want to be a part of, which increases the likelihood that they will consume it, that they will use it, and that they will implement it. Once you've given context, then you deliver the content. If I was a bakery with chocolate croissants, well, if I offered you free samples after you smelt it, my content would be as simple as here is a sample and cut them a slice of my chocolate croissant and then invite them to stick around and have a cup of coffee. And then they might be like, oh my God, this is incredible. I'm like, well, yeah, here, buy a baker's dozen and I'll give you 18. It applies across the board. And so then you deliver the content. And then the fourth one is you invite them into a relationship. This is where you 
insert your authority. You tell a story about who you are or why you're qualified to teach this or why you're passionate about to teach this or anything that creates a connection point outside of the content. And then you move into the fifth step, which in my opinion is the most important step, which is a call to action. And this means just simply always giving somebody one next step. And the way that I think about it is giving them one next step that moves them closer to their goal. And we are the reason that they got there. I do this all the time. You've heard me on this podcast talk about Jonah Berger, the author, probably 500 times from the catalyst to contagious to invisible influence. And I give that as a call to action all the time. I tell you to go read a book. I tell you what page to go to. I tell you what chapter to go through. Those are all calls to action that help to maximize that attention and to create a relationship where people are now in our world and in our ecosystem, for lack of better terms, within the reach of our light, moving closer to their goals. And so this is a very, very important topic to understand because no matter what we do, we're always competing for attention because everybody else is spending billions and trillions of dollars to get people's attention elsewhere. But it's very shallow. It's all about width. And when you understand this, it creates depth. And when you have depth, you create deep referrals, deep communities, deep engagement, deep results because there's an established relationship. So these are the five phases of attention. Phase number one, and I'm gonna keep saying this over and over and over again because it's important to remember, so make sure you're writing them down. Phase number one of attention is you need to stop somebody in their tracks. You need to get them to look in your direction. You need to get them to glance over and be like, what's over there? And then once they're looking, you need to give them context. Are they the right person to be looking at you and is, about, is what you're about to share the right thing for them in that moment? Then you deliver the content, then you invite them into a relationship, however that feels fit to you. And then the fifth most important one is you give them a call to action. And by simply doing this and giving a call to action, you're making sure that you're not getting attention without a next step. There's no liabilities, these are just assets. So I want you to think about this. I want you to write this down and I'm gonna give you a call to action right now. I want you to write these down and I want you to think about your customer, your avatar, whether you're a physical business, your product-based business, your service-based business. And I want you to start thinking about this and put yourself in their shoes and ask yourself like, what would get me to pay attention? And if I paid attention, what would I want to learn? And in learning that, how would I want to build a relationship? And then what would I want to be told what to do? And give yourself some time to put yourself into the seat of the other side and understand that these phases are going to happen and they can happen accidentally and you won't get the results or you can be intentional about it and move people towards their goal with you as the proxy or for lack of better terms, the catalyst that got them there. So that's what I got for you today. I'm going to keep this one under 20 minutes because it's a Monday episode and I could bump my gums all day, but I have a hot cup of coffee sitting next to me that I haven't drank and I'm super excited to drink it. And so that's what I got for you today. So if you have any questions on this, shoot me a DM on Instagram. If you haven't gotten the customer journey training, just shoot us a DM on Instagram that says customer journey. If you've never heard me on my podcast and this is your first episode, my Instagram is really easy. It's it's George Bryant. So I-T-S-G-E-O-R-G-E-B-R-Y-A-N-T. Shoot us the word customer journey. We will get you the training. But other than that, I want you to go forth, have an absolutely incredible day. Remember that relationships will always be the algorithms, including the most important one, which is the one with yourself. And other than that, I'm out. So I'll either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs, but have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. 
please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.